And I'm Rami. And this is Workplace Hugs, where we talk about interesting things we've read or heard and how it relates to the workplace experience. We're going to purposefully talk about it in a few different scenarios. First, we'll hit it on a high level. Then we'll talk about how we've experienced it at the lowest level. And lastly, we'll share some ways to take this back into your workplace life. Our goal here is really simple. It's to help all of us expand our workplace toolkit quickly without needing a whole new degree to do it. I love it. What a nice introduction. Yeah. Rami, tell us a little bit more about you. Rami Gibran. I live in Los Angeles, California. Shannon and I actually met in a humongous company uh, where we were both managers. And so my career trajectory has really been really big company for quite a few years to small to medium startup and then really small is where I'm at right now. More in the tech world. And I'm really intrigued by like size of company and 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 fastness of company. Um, But that's kind of where I'm at right now. Shannon, tell me about yourself. Cool. (laughs) Absolutely, Rami. So I'm Shannon Schottler. I am an executive coach based in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I spent the first 10 years of my career working for four different Fortune 300s. One of them is where I met Rami. I was in a multitude of industries, manufacturing, retail, consumer packaged goods, and you name the role, I probably did it. A few years ago, though, I set that corporate lifestyle aside, favoring the flexibility found in entrepreneurship. And I'm happily coaching, consulting, and contracting all the live long day. You, you forgot podcasting. And podcasting. How could I forget that? There we go. All right. So Shannon... You read this book. Uh, It's called Thanks for the Feedback. Yeah, by Douglas Stone and Sheila Heen. It was 300 pages all about the art and science of receiving feedback well. So many books have been written about how to give feedback. And I really appreciated that this book was focusing on how do we receive it well. That's awesome. So I think when we had talked about this earlier, you mentioned there's three types of feedback. So maybe we start there. Yeah, totally. So in the book, one of the many things that they cover is being clear about three kinds of feedback that you could be receiving. One is appreciation. Second is evaluation. And the third is coaching. So let's break those down really quick. Appreciation means, hey, what did I do a good job at? Yes. Evaluation means, hey, that specific thing I did, can you tell me what I can fix and do better next time? I would say that's a little bit more coaching. Coaching. So evaluation is more like just telling you how you performed, not offering really any suggestions on how you could improve. Evaluation is, hey, I did that one thing. Give me a score. Correct. Think about that as like the annual review moment, too, where it is strictly about evaluating, letting you know where you stand. Okay. And then coaching is, here's how you can improve on that score that I gave you earlier in evaluation. Correct. You got it. So those are the three types. Okay, so there's three types. And then you mentioned earlier unsolicited and solicited. So they don't really talk about it in the book, but I thought that this would be helpful for you, you and I, to structure our conversation here today. Really, you thought it would be helpful, and I thought it was a great idea. (laughs) So we're going to break it down into thinking about times where you have to receive unsolicited feedback and times where you have to receive, have to, where you have solicited feedback and you're receiving that. And give you some tactical ways to help you think through this a little bit. Okay, so solicited feedback, I think, let's hit later on, maybe in our 30,000 feet or in our, like, bring it back to eye level or maybe our tactical level. I think there's less to unpack there. But when you mentioned um, unsolicited feedback, you brought up 
and this was at brunch and this is why I'm still thinking about it is this idea of a second score. So can you re-explain that to me? Yes, yes. So one of the most helpful things that I got out of the book was this concept of a second score, which means anytime that you are getting feedback, that's evaluation in nature. Well, it could be any type of feedback, I suppose, but I really think it's most helpful with evaluation is to not just focus on the grade that they're giving you in that moment. Like, hey, you get an A on that presentation or hey, you got a D on that presentation. But then in addition, giving yourself a second score of how you responded to the feedback. So maybe Rami tells oh. me, Shan, the first podcast that we did, I would give you a D. <laughs> and I asked a lot of really great probing questions around, okay, great. How could I have done better different or how could I do better next time? And then I would give myself an A in terms of responding to that feedback really well. So it's really about, and I like this. Okay, so I'm just trying to unpack it. So it's really about how it's less about the feedback given. It's more about how you receive it and how you follow through on it. But what if I don't believe any of the feedback that I was given? I think you can still give yourself a positive second score just in how you carry yourself in the conversation, even if you don't believe it. So be, you know, so like being respectful, still being inquisitive, still trying to get to a clear understanding of what they're delivering versus just saying, screw you, I don't believe your feedback and walk out the door. That would probably be an F score. Okay, so that's (laughs) that's an F. And then somewhere around like C to B minus is probably passive aggressively asking them like, questions about why they think that and then an a would be more like oh like can you help me understand like do you have an example like how how can i improve on this specific thing in the future is that kind of yes the scale of things yes interesting that's the scale that i would put on it they didn't give a clear scale in the book of here's what would equal an a sorry there are 300 pages of receiving a second score and that didn't come up this is true well (laughs) sequel ideas i guess we can add a few more authors it's not to the sequel. pages of receiving a second score. It's just 300 pages, and the second score was maybe 10 of it, if that. <laughs> it's such a fascinating thing, though, to think about when you're receiving feedback, how important it is that you, even if it's unexpected, that you that you receive it in a way that doesn't throw off the person giving it. Yeah, and what if we all put that onus on ourselves versus what I think the habit or tendency, at least that I observed in people, myself included, in my 10 years of corporate, was to point the finger at the giver. Like, well, clearly they have some work to do in learning how to give feedback well. Those are where the opportunities lie. Not on this end. No, no way. No way. I think, too, the um, the interesting thing with giving, receiving, I'm going to choose some words here. I think the interesting thing with giving feedback is it's really easy like it almost takes no work if if you were to come up to me and ask for it or not ask for it i can give i can give you feedback basically because i can give you an opinion on anything i think this receiving the feedback though is a lot harder because some of us have terrible poker faces and i would disagree on that giving feedback is really easy giving feedback sure doing what you said of like just sharing opinions you're right that is easy giving feedback well i think is a whole different conversation that maybe we can podcast on been, yeah, let's 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 hold that one. Yeah, because... we'll focus on the receiving piece for now. So, Rami, can you think of a time where you received unsolicited feedback? Unsolicited feedback? Yeah. Well, I think the harder part for me, I think, is when you receive solicited feedback and it's not what you expect. Yes. So, go so, ahead. 
because I, I know you mentioned this before and maybe I'll just hop into my example, but I think when you ask for feedback and it's not the feedback you expect, I think that's where it's so much harder to give yourself a good second score because you've you've built expectations in your head for one thing and you're getting something else. So I guess my example is in the company that you and I worked in, we had a process and a lot of companies do this. It's like a 360 degree evaluation. What you do is you talk to like your manager and they reach out to Anybody that you work with, right? Peers, people you report into, people that report into you. Yeah. Solicit feedback from you on all sorts of pieces. What do they do well? What can they work on? What's a time when they did a really good job at something? What's a time when they did a really bad job at something? I assume are the questions. I don't remember. Yes. And then they kind of pull all that together and say, okay, here are the common themes that we came out with. And here are the common themes that came out from that. And for me, going into that, I did that, what, my first... I don't know, 18 months of the job. So towards the end of that, before I was getting ready to transition into a next role and all the feedback came back and it wasn't what I expected. It was mm. Rami has a tendency to be very confident, confidence ah. that like leans into cockiness. And I, I took a second and really pulled back and said, okay, look, everybody's giving me this feedback. Like I was shocked by it, right? That was like a, it was it was on the verge of me like taking an F for a second second score because it was like yeah. I don't see this like where is this coming from yeah but then when you pull back and you say if everybody is saying the same thing <laughs> right it'd be different if one person was like Rami you you're real cocky it'd be like all right cool buddy like leave me alone like I don't know why you're telling me that yeah but if everybody is saying that then it's like oh there's truth to that right and. And I think for me, it was taking a few like minutes to kind of let that soak in, say, all right, this is the feedback across everybody. Now, what does that mean for me? Like, is that hindering me? Is that part of my brand? Is that who I am? Mm -hmm. And I think digging more into it, it was, okay, cool. Like, it's when I get an idea and it feels like the right path or I know that it's the right path, like I like to push down it mm -hmm. and kind of just like that's that's where my energy goes. That's kind of how I've been throughout my whole career. And I keep getting that feedback. Like you can get very enthusiastic about something and feel very confident that that's the right avenue. Mm -hmm. But then on the other side, it's like, okay, cool. It's so like, do I start pulling back from that? And they're like, no, it's just like, if you start to get overly, whatever it is, like confident, you just need to watch that you're still willing to take feedback. And I think, I think I've been able to balance that better as I've matured. But I think it's, it's, it's taking a step back when you solicit feedback mm -hmm. and it's not what you expect. I think that's mm -hmm. what threw me for a loop, but I had to, I had to acknowledge that it was true because everybody was saying it. So if we go back to the three types of feedback, was it that you weren't expecting evaluation or you just weren't expecting that specific evaluation? I think both. I think, look, the feedback were, was okay. that I was Sorry. super cocky. So clearly I thought I was like amazing and didn't need to receive any feedback. See, I've got to, that's where I just have to take a TV timeout. You did a 360 and you thought that it was all going to be appreciation. 100%. <laughs> I am as delusional oh as they come. This is incredible to me. I don't know. This is maybe highlighting the difference between men and women, but let's just like leave it at that for now. So that's a beautiful part of you that you <laughs> thought appreciation was the only type of feedback you were going to get in a 360 where they specifically ask people. <laughs> yeah, I thought there were people going to be like, N-A, not applicable. <laughs> Next. That's incredible. So now that you, as you reflect back on that experience, 
what do you think are the key takeaways for people who are soliciting feedback of how to receive it well? (laughs) I think setting yourself up that you're not just going to get appreciative feedback, (laughs) I think probably is the biggest one. Like there is going to be something here that is unexpected. There's going to be something here that's evaluative. There's probably some coaching things like people, people give feedback in those types of things because they want you to succeed. They, they don't have to do it, right? They send it out and they solicit this feedback, but you don't have to fill it out. If you care about that person and you want them to succeed, like you will fill it out. Yeah. 90% of the people, 95% of the people are doing it in a good place. Maybe 5% of the people who just hate you and want to give you like terrible feedback, which fine, like you're going to get that. Yeah. And hopefully that is an outlier, right? Like you'll get one piece and be like, oh, one person said this, but yeah, we can disregard that because that person just seems to be very upset about something. Right, right. But I think that's fair. I think setting yourself up for it, especially when you're soliciting the feedback is probably important. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So being mindful about what type of feedback you want to receive. So if you're soliciting it, we were debating this before the call, like, is there a way that you can solicit appreciation type feedback? And I think I came to a yes. Rami is maybe the jury's still out a little bit. No, I for sure thought that 360 evaluation was only appreciative feedback. So clearly. So maybe your manager, (laughs) let's point point the finger at the giver. Because that's what we always do. <laughs> Maybe yeah. your manager could have done a better job of setting you up for success and explaining what types of feedback you might be receiving. <laughs> well, but I think it's interesting because if you're going to solicit... So maybe now we talk about soliciting feedback. So I think when you're soliciting feedback, I think you have to be ready for it to be one of three if you're not specific. Correct. So how can you be proactive in being really clear? So if you are giving a presentation exactly. and your boss is watching specifying, I really want you to pay attention for the things that you that I did well in this presentation. Or even after the fact, I remember having a direct report and it was like foreign to me until I worked with her who would come to our statuses and she would say, hey, so what did I do right this week? Tell me what I did well. And I was just like, oh shit. Like I'm not, I was not used to someone being that direct about yep. asking for appreciative feedback. And it didn't turn me off. It was it caught me off guard because it was such a different form of most of the time when any of my analysts would be soliciting feedback from me, they were looking for evaluation or coaching. Like they're constantly looking to improve. And it was a little bit of a breath of fresh air, honestly, to see somebody who was looking for appreciation. I didn't have that language at the time to s- distinguish the differences between the three. But now hindsight's twenty twenty. It's helpful. Yeah, I think absolutely. I think the biggest thing too... If you're soliciting feedback from someone who you don't report into, being really specific about what you're looking for and and give them an opportunity to evaluate you in in a situation. So I think what's helpful is like, hey, you're going into a meeting with a peer and you're like, hey, I'm really working on uh, eye contact. So like during this meeting when I'm presenting, can you just can you just look at and really focus on that piece? And then afterwards, like tell me where I did or did not succeed in that. And that's really easy for the giver to then say, okay, it's really easy for me to watch Shannon. I'm going to watch her, watch her eye contact, see if she just focuses on me or if she's like spreading the eye love around and then <laughs> give her that feedback afterwards. It's super hard for you, someone to say, hey, I'm going to go in and give a presentation. Just like give me some feedback on it. Because yep. it's like I can give you feedback on anything. I can give you feedback on your tone, on like the loudness or softness, on specifically what you talked about or how you talked about it or who you talked about it to. Like... The more you can rein that in, the easier it is for the evaluation. And I think getting back to my 360 evaluation, I think it sets you more up for what you're receiving in the feedback. 
Correct. Yeah, you're laying out the signpost clearly. And they talk about that in the book. Being very clear on the purpose of the conversation, being very clear about what you're wanting to get will make it easier, of course, to receive the feedback because you're getting feedback more in line with what you're looking for feedback on. This brings an example to mind. Can I share the story I was talking yes. about with you earlier? So this week, uh, I'm, I'm working on a contract job right now. And a woman who's kind of like my peer in this role approached me after a meeting and she said, hey, I'd love your feedback on that meeting. Can we go walk and talk? And I thought, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. I've got feedback, as Rami said earlier. It's really <laughs> easy to have feedback on things. And I was thinking about this book. And I, she said, so, yeah, like, what'd you think? And I thought, oh, no, 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 I'm, I don't want to walk into anything here. I want to dare to be specific. Yeah. And so I asked her, well, you know, there's a lot of directions we could go with this conversation. Is there something specific that you wanted feedback on? And she said, I want feedback on, was I inclusive in that conversation? And Sorry. I was... Inclu- she wanted to know if she was inclusive. 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 In that <laughs> That's conversation. not what I would expect. I would never expect someone to ask that. Never. And neither had I. And it made me so glad that I had taken a minute. So we're getting a little bit into giving feedback well. But again, coaching the receiver even to say, what do you want feedback on? Like, let's be a little bit more specific here. I would have never guessed she wanted feedback on inclusivity. And so I was so glad that I clarified that. So that I could say, yes, absolutely, you were inclusive. Anything else? The next one was, was I clear? And that was a big no for me. So it helped to signpost the conversation a little bit more. Be specific in what the person is looking for feedback on. And ideally, if you're the receiver, being specific on the front end. Yeah, I like that. You, you gave an example before before we were chatting about receiving feedback on kind of the new templates and, and site that you were building. And oh, I, yeah. I thought that was yeah, really was interesting. Can, yeah. Can you walk us through that? Uh, totally. So another instance of feedback for me recently, I had solicited feedback on a new page on my website to this varied group of people. I won't bother explaining how they're in my network. One of them is like an SVP or VP or something really impressive at Amazon. And he wrote back and like ripped me to shreds. Like it didn't rip me to shreds. He ripped my website page to shreds. Just had lots of very specific feedback of things that I needed to change. Mm-hmm. And I had been reading this book at the time and I like thank God for it because it helped me focus on the second score and being mindful of I want to take his feedback really well. So old Shannon would have like gone and cried in a corner and not worked on her website <laughs> for another week. Like truly, truly but new Shannon with this concept of the second score thought, oh no, like he's trying to help me. He wants me to be successful in this launch. So I took all of his feedback. I made the edits within an hour and I gave myself an A as a second score because that's amazing. That was great. So, so is your website better now because of that? The the site that you're building? Yes, I, I definitely think so. Could he, and of course, critique the deliverer? Could he have done a better job in how he messaged it? For sure. But putting more onus on myself and maybe all of us, like putting more onus on ourselves to say, what can I do to like receive this better versus just pointing the finger and saying, oh, no, 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 it's, it's his problem. That's why I'm justified in going and crying in a corner in my room no, for a week. No, f- for sure. <laughs> but I think the other part, too, kind of that kind of ties into my 360 is we're asking for general feedback here, right? That yeah. feedback can come in all sorts of types, directions, as as curt as people want to give it to you or as empathetically as people want to give it to you. And so you yes. kind of, in, in doing that and saying, hey, here's this thing, I'm putting it out in the world, at that point, you need to kind of 
thicken up your skin and be ready for any type of feedback yes. and be open to any type of feedback because you're you're asking for it. Yeah, or dare to be specific to help yourself there because I really wasn't. It was just more general. And I'm reflecting now, I had a woman reach out to me who's launching a new business and she had wanted me to prove her website. She had very specific questions and it helped me narrow in on what exactly mm-hmm. she wanted feedback on. And I'm sure it was easier for her to receive. I guess I didn't check with her. <laughs> I'm sure it was easier for her to receive because she was anticipating it, right? She was anticipating feedback on, you know, were my blog posts clear and concise, mm-hmm. you know, versus I don't know what I, I don't was like, anticipating. I don't like the Amazon title guy. treatment. I don't like yes, this. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. And I think... That ties into an interesting conversation we were having before. Not interesting, maybe. I don't know. We'll find out. About when we were both reflecting on being first-time managers. And I know for me, as a first-time leader of a team, I thought, oh, I need to like solicit feedback all the time. And so I did. And I was not... Just crickets. Oh, no. I got tons of feedback. You got feedback all the time? Oh, my God. Yeah. Because I asked for it all the time. And I wasn't ready for it. So I think this gets maybe into the... or not tactical but the like bring it on home things you can do yeah let's go there let's bring it on home but being mindful and reflective of what you're ready to hear and what you're not and that's okay if you're not ready to hear it i would say maybe you disagree no no i think that's fine i think it comes with maturity i i think what you're getting at is as a young person especially in a company that is very open about feedback you're asking for it all the time from every avenue Yes. And one, I think that's unfair. And I yes. would never choose to do that now. I wouldn't just go around to everybody being like, hey, you got any feedback for me? Right. Uh, how, how am I doing? Got feedback for me? Right. It would be more that you'd ask for specific feedback around specific things because you've kind of matured and you kind of start to know like what you're doing well, what you're not doing well, and, and, and really digging into those pieces. I think as a younger person, less mature you think that asking for feedback or i think i thought asking for feedback was a sign of maturity of saying like i'm i'm ready for all of these things Mm. without necessarily being ready for all of those things yes i'm just tying in the second score a little bit maybe it's that when you're younger i think i thought this you think just by asking for feedback you automatically get an a yes for a second score like oh i get an a just because i asked for it and that's Uh not necessarily that's that's not true (laughs) period not the end and as i reflected on watching my leaders above me asking for feedback they did it way less often than i did and again they were very pinpointed in what they were looking for feedback on they didn't just let the floodgates be open to anything and everything that you might possibly get feedback on Mm -hmm. so that was something that i learned the hard way i would say as a manager of wanting to give myself an a simply by asking the question and realizing that that wasn't actually what would warrant an a in the long run well and the problem i ran into because i was doing the same thing as a first-time manager was i would just there'd be weeks where i would get no feedback Mm. they'd be like oh we told you the thing last week like i mean what else am i supposed to tell you because you're also asking you're asking as immature as you are as a first-time leader you're asking people who are in their first-time jobs right so like they probably don't even know how to give feedback yeah or even what the concept of giving someone feedback is it's like i don't like your tie all right well Thank you. Thanks for the feedback. I'll take that one as a C. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So let's bring this home. I think what we've kind of really spent our time discussing here is how you take how you take solicited feedback. I think what we've kind of said in that range is, look, there's three types. There's evaluation, coaching, and appreciation. 
If you're soliciting feedback and you're not specific, assume you're going to get all three. Mm-hmm. And assume that most of it is not going to be appreciation. It's mostly going to be in the evaluation <laughs> and the coaching. Yes. That's a pro tip from me. Uh, that's a Rami pro tip. Especially when it's just in general. I think if you're if you're looking for specific feedback, and I guess my advice would be always ask for specific feedback unless yeah. it's something really fresh. So like Shannon's example of, hey, this is a brand new site. Like I, I just built it and I need some fresh eyes to look at it from top to bottom. I think that's how you take very general feedback. Mm. I think apart from that, be specific. Ask for specific things. Kind of the other example that Shannon gave. How was I on inclusivity there? How was I on getting to the point and telling my story and, and, and being clear? And I think that'll also help the person giving the feedback and making sure that you're getting what what it is that you want to from that. Developing in the way that you want to. Yes. Well said. What I would add to that is just the concept of the second score. So being mindful when you are taking unsolicited or solicited feedback of the opportunity to give yourself an A through F grade or a 10 through 1 grade on how you're taking that feedback. And some markers of, <clears throat> excuse me, frog in my throat, some markers of receiving that feedback well for you on maybe we'll create the rubric for how you would grade yourself is, are you demonstrating curiosity? Are you asking probing questions? to understand the feedback a little bit better? Are you asking for examples if they haven't shared any with you? Are you taking it in a like calm, level-headed fashion to get the most value from it versus just quickly dismissing it as untrue or dismissing it as like, I don't want to get feedback from this person, so F you, walk away. Nothing <laughs> like that. Being mindful in that moment. I think getting feedback is such a sacred and... Um sacred Ooh. oh i think it's such like a it's it's two people putting themselves at least slightly out there to say like here's a feeling i have that is about you as a person or about something that you've done mm. and i think you're kind of putting yourself out there i think even the person giving the feedback like is somewhat cognizant that like giving feedback is is a more emotional thing and so I would say to Shannon's point, like that second score is really important that like you continue to dig in, right? It may not be that I agree with what you're saying, but let me understand why it is that you're saying what you're saying. Yes. And 99% of the time, if you say, okay, well, help me understand, like, give me an example. Like when you start to dig in, like you can start to understand where they're coming from and, and whether or not you agree, at least in that moment, you are showing empathy right back and and trying to understand where they're coming from yeah and you can give yourself a higher second score trying to set that aside almost of that need to go straight to do i agree or disagree or how do i fix it instead into like wanting to spend time making sure that you understand it in the first place yeah i think that's exactly it. like how do you understand it because you're so confused and then how do you like push away you're right on push away the idea of how do i fix this how do i work on this it's more like understand in the moment like you have time to fix it later if yes. you want to yes but like use that precious time there to really dig in and understand why that feedback is coming all right so those are our tips rami what are we going to talk about next week okay so i've been reading a book called wired to care it's really uh interesting to me so next week i think we'll talk about how human empathy can make you and will make you a better innovator wow i am excited already yeah, it should be fun. All right. So this has been Workplace Hugs. And I've been Rami. And I've been Shannon. And thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. See you next time.